0: You're about to listen to a good episode's production. And if you don't think it's good, I encourage you to write to your local representatives. No, I've no, been no. aimlessly scrolling down your Twitter profile and I found the uh-huh. the fucking Hadley Freeman writing about the, the new uh-huh. um, Disney Pixar film. Oh my God. Um, being mean, to, so mean to middle-aged women.
1: <laughs> I knew it was her because it was a <laughs> stupid fucking take. <laughs> and then I was what, proven what, correct. What was this? So she said oh. that there's a joke in um, Soul, you know, the Pixar movie.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. We'll get there, but I'm just really upset by this BBC tweet.
1: That could be any of them.
2: That said, the, the, the one you retweet or like posted oh, right. about, it says, bad boy <laughs> what child, does it whatever say? whatever you're into, trans the BBC people. For
0: are you. they real? Who knows? No, George. we the BBC. No, George, this
1: is a very funny tweet.
0: Um, oh, okay. Show me. Um,
1: It's a, it's a tweet from the BBC.
0: Hmm. Uh, Big British guns.
1: Yeah basically There you go (laughs) Uh...
0: (laughs) Is that knowing
1: (laughs) I feel like they must know Bad boy chum Whatever you're into there's a BBC for you (laughs) (laughs) Is that knowing
2: (laughs) Do
0: they know Do you think they know
1: they gotta know, surely.
0: <laughs> what up? It's the BBC. Yes, not the interracial pornography kind. Mm. Uh-huh.
1: Just the the British one. Sorry, I just saw the tweet. Uh we need to talking about tweets. This is not a post thing. This is not content, we haven't saw... even clapped. I don't know. I saw Janusz saying, how else could you pronounce vitamin and Chrissy saying Americans
2: pronounce it vitamin. I, I, look, if I read the word, vitamin would be like the one I will instinctively lean towards. Like I haven't, I don't remember hearing either British or American people say it. It's just what, from learning English at school and talking to people... It's the one that seems logical, but of course, English is the least logical language in the world, pronunciation-wise. So vit- that's the logic. That's
1: vitamin. the thing. Yeah, vitamin. Vitamin. Why? Vitamin. Vitamin.
0: Oh, you don't even say the A. Vitamin. Yeah, you say vitamin. you. You say you vitamin. speak English. Uh, yeah. And like, I'm inclined to agree with you, but you say you ask why in response to uh, us pronouncing something the way we do. <laughs> that's the wrong question. <laughs> no but why is there so many pro- like?
1: <laughs> I don't know I didn't invent it
0: look Americans Americans went over there and they just kind of did their own thing for a little while uh, I mean as far as I know it but also from, making up weird words
2: from knowing a little bit about the English linguistics is that the American English is closer to the English that was spoken like 500 years ago with pronunciation and the, uh, yeah. the, the British
0: pronunciation so, evolved so
1: I don't know how anyone knows that.
2: Um,
0: Neither do I, actually. (laughs) It's probably through, like,
2: looking through the, I don't know, the way uh, the the spelling The recordings from 1660.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All the gramophones of Cromwell talking. Exactly. It's like... (laughs) I'm Cromwell, and I'm going to do a horrible thing to the Irish.
1: I think it'd be more logical if, like, neither of us pronounced it the same way as it was originally pronounced. And there were. Just I mean, both,
0: probably, like, yeah, yeah, no, different. obviously, it's definitely different. Obviously, both, both of, of them us. have changed. Yeah, they do use a lot of vocabulary that we stopped using, mostly because of weird Victorian fashions, like uh-huh. um, the use of the word um, "fall" instead of "autumn."
2: Yeah, ah. from the or, or, or the way you the say aubergine
0: is- instead of eggplant. Yes, and cour and courgette and courgette? coriander and cilantro. French.
2: Oh um, wait, no. Which one of and- the which one of them is which one of them is the aubergine and which one of them is the courgette? Okay, aubergine is eggplant, and what yes. what, what is a what is a cor- cor- zucchini
0: zucchini? Oh, zucchini. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, courgette. It means the the small courge.
2: What I get really upset by is Rukola being Rocket
0: Look rocket. It's rocket. rocket If you don't like it You can fucking leave alright We're
1: all right. We're all we're all blasting off on our Rocket um... There's
0: a fucking salad Baz talking to you <laughs> <laughs> You don't like our fucking vegetable names You can piss off God We should clap
1: okay, Oh yeah we should yeah. clap Why should we clap um, I guess fifty-eight.
2: Jesus nice. guys, we, have, we could have waited for the full minute, <laughs> but now.
1: Yeah, but like you know, I wanted Jazz, to. you trying to play?
0: Were you trying to? Especially because you say it on. so
2: slowly, right? <laughs> You're saying fifty-eight, uh, <laughs> like, and you say that's a seven.
1: Fifty-six, um, I just you know. I'm just testing your reflexes, just mm-hmm. to make sure that your like your brain. Look, it's still just going to be bad for you
2: when you have to edit it and it's everyone is like out of sync.
1: Yeah, but you know, I'll just fix it. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Oh yeah, we've got it's me fine. opening my I my wonder, uh, special offer: old speckled hen on, uh, beca- on recording.
2: I always wonder how fun it is to leave these uh, us shouting about uh, clapping on podcasts is because I don't mm-hmm. know. if Listeners know wait, how this work. In? but let's let's just explain it now at like episode fifty something. Okay.
0: That wait, we're we on fifty episodes already. No, we're no. just
2: we're at like around four. The, we're four, on 39. thirty-eight or something, thirty-nine. Yeah, it's
1: thirty-nine.
2: With the season breaks, it's gonna become very confusing, but it's okay. We'll make it through. Yeah, this. Appar-
0: apparently we have seasons now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is episode four of season two. Yeah. So
0: welcome to season two
2: thing i knew existed
1: (laughs) seasons are arbitrary this is a podcast that is continuous we do not stop uh, we can have season breaks when it feels right you know and i Um, yeah that's what lots
0: of places do trash future does that yeah Um, i mean i when chad started talking about it i was like oh you know i thought it was a vibes thing and apparently it's actually a cutoff
1: this show is called who watches the watch um, and so we weren't watching the watch, and now we're watching the yeah. watch. And then later, we will also not be watching the watch. And so I think those are three different periods, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, I do think it worked really well to have the episode that is called We Watch the Watch to be number one of a new mm. season. Exactly. I-, I think that was a, was a great move of you. I just don't know if, like, I-, I do think it would be funny if season two of this podcast only had seven episodes, and then we start season three. Mm hmm. But on the other hand, it's also funny if we just, like, keep going through season two until, like, I don't know, halfway through. Until we get to a book that we really hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until we get to interesting times. And that's going to be uh, the new probably
0: the season Until we get off. to Eric, Eric 2. Eric 2. <laughs>
1: Eric 2,
0: two interesting times. Too furious. Eric 2, Ooh. this time he's racist <laughs> against Asian people.
1: <laughs> Ter- terry saying, here's my opinions about China. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Okay, I'm clipping when I said Faust, so I should probably turn the recording volume down a bit.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could just <laughs> be more restrained. Faust, restrain, Faust. Oh, stop it.
2: <laughs> God, I,
1: I can see that we're in a fun mood, you know. We, we have to be because I don't mood. want to
2: talk about this episode of Watch. None the wa- of us
1: really want to talk about this episode. We're gonna talk about it, but like you know,
2: it's, yeah, it's a. B-
1: we don't have to talk about it that much because we do. You know, we
2: mm, listen. Yeah. We did listen, receive. Listen, we a like new... this
1: show. We like yeah. this show. We think it's pretty good. But this was like a uh, episode. There was like it yeah. was there was this was a kind of a bad episode. Sorry.
0: Sorry, folks. But look, we're not gonna be transphobic about it. Like apparently mm. every other Discord no. fan can't manage to be, so I mean but they were like that before episode one came out.
1: Yeah, and this isn't this isn't saying it's that, quite easy not for me. This isn't saying that Neil Gaiman is right because he's not right about anything. No. This is just us saying that we have gentle criticisms of this Particular episode. Last episode, extremely good. Last extremely episode good was the episode. best
2: episode of the show. This one, I think, is the worst.
1: Yeah, I feel what? like they're treading water before they do yeah. some, some more stuff. But
0: we'll um, what would Karl Heinz Stockhausen say about this episode of the show? <laughs> what did Carl- Would he say that, like 9 11, it's one of the biggest <laughs> works of art in the world ever created? I'd agree.
1: Okay, I'm going to bring us in.
0: Um, what if I brought us in? Hello, I- welcome to Who Watches the Watch? <laughs> Uh I can't remember what else Chaz said. This is not canon. (laughs) Uh I was just gonna say because
1: I was just gonna let him do it, but then he failed, so
0: because Yeah, I mean you know you weren't. You were gonna scream as if I was even mildly competent.
1: No, I was fine with it. I was like, you know, I've decided that I'm too much of a control freak and I'm just gonna sit back and I'm gonna let things happen and I'm gonna stop trying to do
0: it. Damn, lock 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 lockdown is changing us.
1: (laughs) You're right, (laughs) Chad. No, I'm not all right. Thank you for asking.
2: Okay. Oh. I was just going to say, because my previous thought had never concluded, because I, we, we got here by saying, we always say, do the clapping bit. And what if our listeners don't even know what clapping means?
1: It's when your ass cheeks hit each other and make like a
2: <laughs> clapping noise. So fun fact, we live in different countries. Do we? Mm, no, I don't think We're so. Recording We're recording on based. separate uh, laptops. And the easiest way to line up those audios is, is by clapping, because we actually do real editing on this podcast. So we need to record
0: each audio file separately. Don't, mm-hmm. um, don't tell them the secrets of podcasting. They might make their own, <laughs> own podcasts.
1: We've already said we encourage them to make their own podcasts.
2: Look, here's the we thing. The that. McElroy brothers just brought out just, just released a book that is like a how-to-do podcasting by the world's most successful podcasting family citation needed. (laughs) And I am very upset by the idea that people who started a podcast in 2010 Mm -hmm. uh, are now uh, releasing a book for new people who want to get into podcasting to, to get their advice in a landscape where podcasting has changed so much and they only got successful through coincidence. Like the Really, the, if you want to get into podcasting to become successful, do anything else. <laughs> if you want to get into podcasting by wanting to hit it big, to to become the new McElroy brothers, that's it's not a great idea. And I, I am very upset that they are making money by saying things that people. There's so many free podcasting advice on the internet,
0: right? Yeah, Janos, Janos you just made me lose my erection. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How are we supposed to podcast now?
0: I oh, know. I'm I'm at least partially tumescent in most
2: of the episodes. Not that I said that you're not going to be successful with this. Actually,
0: I zoned out and started thinking about the McElroy brothers.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, like the the McElroy brothers aren't going to tell you this, but but I'm brave enough to say uh, the only thing you need to know for podcasting is clapping, and everything else is just random. Yeah, you're you know, we make those cheeks clap.
1: We've had some negative feedback on our podcast.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we do. Do we want to talk about what? that?
1: Um, we- should I bring us in first, or then should we... Or, then, or should we just talk about it now? Like what? <laughs>
0: yeah, we, talk about it now.
1: The point of this podcast is that there is no
0: structure.
1: <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of like... You know, it's discursive. It's a strain of consciousness uh, experience that we gift to you as our listeners. <laughs> You know, you, you didn't have this, but now you have it because we, we're gifting it to you. Um, but so so someone reviewed our podcast mm. and they said that we were hilarious and charming, which is true.
2: I agree. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but also that we complain too much about um, <laughs> celebrities that don't matter and we don't spend enough time uh, reviewing the books and or the TV mm. show, which I had which no idea. Which is also idea. true. I had no idea that we weren't doing it enough. Um, I was yeah. shocked to hear this feedback.
2: Yeah, they also um, say, just one more shocked. thing, they also say, um, it's annoying this to hear about movie. how much they hate Discord yeah. purists and other slightly
0: related thing.
1: Yeah, what is that thing? Tell me. I don't know. Like, what the thing is.
0: Come on, guys. Like, no. <laughs> I actually, honestly, <laughs> let's not nitpick the fact that they left an S out. Uh, <laughs> it's me being sincere. Um, and... <laughs> I can see why they might, like, if it's not for them, it's not, it's not what they're looking for. I, I genuinely, <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. My-
1: <laughs> no, I do. Listen, I do think that you should give us negative reviews because I do think it's very funny.
0: Yeah, um, part of our I, raison d'être.
1: Yeah, a part of our thing is that we love hatred, which we do. I thrive on hatred personally.
2: We, we we do thrive on it, and this is this gives us at least five minutes of podcast content. So
1: yeah, which is also what people want. You see how it's like a fulfilling feedback
2: loop where. But <laughs> you see, you, you should be giving to. us an
0: extra staff. The fact we're not naming you and we're not ginning mm. up a hate mob to uh, abuse you online. Yeah,
1: cause because we don't know your Twitter handle. But if we did, then we would. So. <laughs> I, thought, I actually
2: want to encourage you cuz uh I-, I know like the a few episodes ago we also ranted a bit about this Disc- wiki entry being changed uh and telling <laughs> uh, lies about me and also slander about the podcast and now I was we're just talking funny. About the negative People like, do if, you, if you're just this doing podcast. this to be funny if you're just doing this to to have your voice heard on the podcast there's so many better ways you can join our discord you can talk to us on twitter you know, if you if you really want our attention, there's so many easier ways than writing a one-star iTunes review about us.
0: So, I didn't, I don't think they did want our attention. I think I think they were being sincere.
1: Yeah, I would agree with their criticisms and, of us. But like, you know, just,
0: but that's not what we're doing. <laughs>
1: my point is, my point is that this podcast is a is a work of art um about the human condition
2: Mm -hmm. and just like you know
1: if you come into this expecting a like a a complete serious review of the school books and the watch tv show then you're gonna be you know you're gonna be upset by the fact that we spend almost half the episode talking about other unrelated shit
0: yeah and i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna level with you i um you know i I I don't actually listen to our own show, but I am very pleased with what we do. And I also have uh, a small fetish for being interrupted by Hungarians. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, hence, hence the tumescentness. <laughs> Look, it's
2: hard too. <laughs> this is another podcasting secret. Uh, once again, you're getting this for free from us. Don't, don't, don't give the McElroy's money for this. Um, mm-hmm. Another podcasting secret is that, especially if, you just, if you're like doing calls on Discord where it's just voice, um, the more people that are present in a call, the harder it is to not interrupt them if you want to keep up like an energy. Mm, um, or you
0: can just start talking halfway through there when they're talking, like I'm doing now.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> is part of the vibe.
2: <laughs> it is. Like, the alternative is to just, you know, talk in, in slow-measured NPR voices. Yeah. And Hello,
0: and welcome to Midweek Wednesdays with your host, Midweek David Wednesdays. Davidson III. third. <laughs> We'll be talking about all sorts of current events, like the election of Joe Biden as president of the United States of America.
1: This is a good voice. I like this actually. <laughs> it's
0: pretty Shall good. I talk like this? I'm turning more robotic as I go <laughs> on. I didn't know you had this in you.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've got I'm all shocked. sorts
0: of voices.
1: I'm so used to being the stupid voices person that I, I feel quite yeah. I feel quite and amazed.
0: Chess, you you have, a, the, you have the willingness and I have the ability. that's how it goes, you know
1: <laughs> Life really yeah. isn't fair.
0: So I'm feeling a survey today. It's
2: an entirely different energy of funny podcast voice uh, than than from what you're bringing, usually chess, so okay, uh, I thought this was an interesting experience.
1: Thank you, thank you, George, for sharing with us.
0: Um, that's quite all right.
1: It means a lot to me that you would put yourself in this sort of vulnerable position um live on our on our
2: podcast mm-hmm. i can't believe you secretly Dude. went to improv school uh <laughs> to, while while saying that you're actually just doing jock workouts
0: that's right and the rachel of, of, of improv. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway my point is that listen if you read Ted Carpenter's They Became What They Beheld, he says that sometimes art is better if it's catering to a small audience that it's created itself rather than catering to a, spe- catering to a specific audience, which is a philosophy that I agree with when it comes to um, <laughs> concepts of art.
0: After, after <laughs> listening to a podcast this week.
1: <laughs> so, you know, that's what you get when you listen to Who Watches the Watch. Anyway, um, shall we? I'm not, fucking... being,
0: I'm not being a court jester anymore. I'm going to make you all feel horrible.
1: Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm not. I, I sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's okay. It's your role on the podcast is to just like, you know,
0: say something terrible. Yeah. Uh does anyone think <laughs> me, white men shouldn't have rights?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, <laughs> well very <come>. day.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm-hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself. Which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge easy. It's absolutely right for Sam Vines and trolls, and and vampires. Discworld way of doing things.
3: It's Vines finds himself in the same circumstances. Can I really trust you? I've trusted you up till now.
2: Discworld way of doing things.
3: is watching the detectives.
1: Welcome to Who Watches Watch, a podcast that is hosted by three willing reprobates who are, you know, just coasting through life, doing what they can when they can. Um, I'm your host Charlotte, and you know, I I don't think that rich people do
2: deserve rights. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm your host mind. Janos, and do- welcome to the hashtag Resistance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm your host, George, and my brain has been polished so smooth by the works of Neil Breen that <laughs> it, has, it has become a Euclidean point, and therefore the most incisive thing in the universe.
1: <laughs> I agree. I'd say that I frequently think that about you, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah, um,
0: A small but very hard brain.
2: Yeah, if you're, if you're listening, if you're on our Patreon... And you're listening to the newest Patreon episode that should be out by this point. I I'm not gonna not gonna spoil what it is, but y- you're really gonna I think you're really gonna be able to hear the sound of specifically George's brain being smoothened mm-hmm. live on air.
1: I think George really brought his like a game to the bonus episode. I think he like had a lot of good points so i think thank, so,
2: you.
0: thank you
1: thank you for joining us on that george even thank you it was extremely fun on
0: and <laughs> you should you should check it out if you're not already on the p- patreon plug plug i yeah. do financially benefit from this disclosure disclosure <laughs> <laughs> listen
1: we're Sometimes. not saying that we're selling out we're just saying if you want us to sell out then we will
0: if oh. join up, I might be able to buy one extra beer when we cash out from the Patreon mm-hmm. every couple of months. Yeah, Patreon doesn't want Which us to have money, cool.
3: but
2: <laughs> I know love we Patreon. Do what we can. I I love I love when they every time they come up with a new way to uh, convert different currencies. Um, every time they come up with a new payout method that. Uh, Makes it take longer and have higher service fees. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I pa- love Patreon that. is
1: just Patreon is just gerrymandering our like fees, <laughs> but
2: that's okay. Like, at this point, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be real with everyone. At this point, like on the current uh, amount of money we have, where where like some of it is like a good percentage of that is uh, one euro patrons. The the. The amount of money we lose through currency exchanges is like, gr- and like service fees is ridiculous. Like we lose like about ten euros a month uh, just to really? th- different service <laughs> fees.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesus,
1: it's it's the hashtag Patreon life. You know, if you ever really want to give us money, you can give us money to our Kofi Kofi.
0: Oh, we have a Ko-fi? Ko-fi. <laughs> we don't Coffee.
1: I think so. Pinecast, the, Pinecast has a tip jar.
0: Uh, yeah, I there's a tip jar
1: how. on a, on the Pinecast, so you know, if you really yeah. have the urge to give us money, which I know you do, <laughs> then you could just jump us money there and that would also be great. Like, mm-hmm. you know.
0: I love to work in the that, uh, I love to work in the Appalachian Patreon mines <laughs> in the like nineteen twenty <laughs> It, it, it really rocks owner, the, the boss comes down from, from Patreon and he's like, Well howdy, boys. I'm afraid the money's all about gone, so we're gonna <laughs> have to start paying y'all in script. <laughs> and then then the uh, they, the Pinkertons turn up and machine gun us all.
1: Yeah, we try to start mm-hmm. a Patreon union and Patreon just shuts us down. Um yeah. okay. This so yeah, this week we are talking, unfortunately, about episode <laughs> five. Five. Um. Not our watch. Is that what it's called?
2: Not on my watch.
1: Not on my watch. No. Okay, that's <laughs> that's. I, th- that's pretty I thought good. it was
0: not not my watch.
2: Yeah, because Justin was lying to us, but the actual title is not on my watch.
0: Uh, okay, <laughs> that makes my more watch sense.
1: What, I thought what, it was like why on, on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter themselves after a Twitter con- controversy. Um,
0: I thought it was good, but then turned out it's not true.
1: That happens all the time. Um. <laughs> So, mm. <laughs> following the, the massive success of last week's format, um, I figured we'd do something similar, but, like, maybe in less detail this episode, because I don't give I, a shit.
2: Yeah, I don't um, have that much to say about this episode. The thing is, last week's yeah. episode was really good, and there was something worth talking in most scenes. Mm. And th- th- this one? I don't know. Not
1: as much. Not as much. So, I'm gonna go through it vaguely. Mm-hmm. So, we we start off in a cinema where they're watching movies, which I'm sure everyone was very mad about on the Reddit or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't give a shit. Throat, throat is there. She's measuring vimes to, to sell them to a reanimator. This was a great scene. This was one of my favorite scenes
2: of yeah, this was the good. episode. It started out very promising, this episode, for sure. Mm. Um,
1: the, There's a commercial from the Unseen University saying... Volunteer to be a supernatural waste disposal place, and that gives Vimes the idea to like take the sword Wayne and dissolve him in this lake of dissolving magic stuff because he used to do that as a child, and he's like, I know where it is. And then there. Meanwhile, everyone else is interrogating the sword, and they're not getting a lot out of it because it needs to be rubbed down. Mm. It says some stuff to Cherry that she she recognizes. Um... They talk about the sorcerer's the artifacts, so I guess sorcery canon in this universe.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> who well, knows if if, the if Nigel shows up, I'll uh, I'll take back and everything negative I will
0: say about this episode.
1: <laughs> I don't know what, what we if, would do if Nigel showed up. I don't know how if, we would react. I don't know
0: how we'd. What called. if Nigel showing up is the thing that brings all of the uh, all of the hashtag not my watch people on board. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. Helen, Helen Lewis, uh, one of the turf royalty of the UK press, uh, sees Nigel, and she's like, "Actually, I like this now." Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah. We
0: could talk about that, but also I don't want to because it's. Uh.
2: <laughs> no, no I, I don't think. Care. I don't think that's worth talking about. Honestly,
0: I. It's. It's not. It's just a turf, being a turf. Yeah. Turf's
1: be being turfs, and if they were to drop dead, I would be fine with it. Um,
0: Pity, I just said loads of slurs like turf. Yeah. Turf mm. slur. I'm always yeah. Saying we'll have to turf.
1: cut out that's, that's going on our cringe compilation. Um,
2: we have to cut out this part along with the part where I say Karen and billionaire.
1: Oh shit! Okay, yeah. well now we're demonetized um, <laughs> <laughs> from the ad revenue we get. Um, <laughs> so they decide to get rid of the sword. They go outside. There is some graffiti on the watch house, which I, I don't know where it, who put it there or where it came from. Is that ever established or is it just sort of there? It's just kind of there. It's a power fist. And um, mm. Sybil informs us it means resist. Hashtag resist.
0: <laughs> and then we're not informed what that means.
1: It means resist
2: it means that like she, she literally says in that scene uh resist means they're on our side or they're with us so i can't
1: that doesn't seem right to me i mean listen <laughs> i'm no political genius except that i am but i don't think that like saying resist uh normally means i love cops unless you're on twitter uh, in which case it mm, does mean i love Chers, cops. you're yeah.
0: forgetting you're forgetting that um that one documentary where uh oh, an yeah. active activist of color hands a police officer uh, a pepsi and <laughs> that's when racism ended don't you remember
1: i forgot you know it's been so long since racism ended that sometimes i forget how it'll like finished you know yeah um
2: god i don't remember the exact line she says there but I feel like she implies that it's, like, resisting against the guilds, I guess. Because that's... Yeah. That's, like, Sybil's big vendetta. There's gonna be... Later in this episode, there's a part that I thought was really awful about the Thieves' Guild. <laughs> and I... Sybil is is, is super cancelled to me after this episode. Like, I don't know how... Okay. How, how we can rehabilitate her after this. Because there's some... Like, both the resist stuff and then the, the boot stuff later, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the resist stuff isn't Sybil's fault, you know.
2: That's <laughs> the show's fault, yeah.
1: Well, it's because, like, you know, resistance was, like, an actual political ideology in the past. Yeah. Um, it's only now that it's been appropriated by, sort of, online shitlibs. Like, I was, talking, I was talking to a friend who co-runs a reasonably successful... Poetry Society
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And she was creating a zine Of poets and the theme was Resistance And I was like but isn't resistance Kind of like cringe twitter Lipshit and she didn't know because she doesn't Spend that (laughs) much time
2: on twitter No that's fair like I I didn't even Mm. Mean cringe twitter uh, Lipshit but like uh, Surely the original resistance didn't mean You're on the side of the cops
1: Oh no definitely not That's true. Um,
0: Maybe, you know, who knows. It's
1: just as a word it makes me. up.
0: could be down. Yeah. Yeah. It has been ruined by uh, you know, fucking Krasenstein kind of people.
1: Ah, the Krasensteins. We did a whole bit on a Patreon bonus where we talked about the Krasenstein Trump uh banning video for like twenty minutes.
0: Oh, that was so They've definitely fucked, right? They're like that, that, <laughs> the, the the twins in Abadeer who fucked <laughs> each other.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah.
2: Okay, I found a bit in the, the the show that Sybil says after, like, Vimes is, like, make sure you take that down into the desecration of the watch building. Uh, and then Sybil says, that's not a desecration, it says resist. It means that we together can make things better.
0: Mm. Did I just commit libel against the Krasensteins? <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> You, didn't say, you said that you think they have. Yeah. That's like opinion. You didn't say that you know that they
0: have. I said they've definitely fucked, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to jail.
3: <laughs> You're going to
1: Krasenstein Yano- Brothers.
0: Uh, just a second. Sure. Insert this later. The Crasnstein's may have fucked. I do not know for certain, and this is not a legally <laughs> actionable thing.
1: <laughs> Some people think they're the same person. Um,
0: I mean, there's also a fantastic Ken Krasenstein, Good journalist. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It was really upsetting seeing the two of them in one video, because uh, it implied that there's two of them.
1: Which isn't true.
2: Unless it's anyway. some camera trickery, I don't know.
1: Yeah, so we see Casa, he says something about power. Power is fear. We can do fear with the noble dragon. It's Game of Thrones. Um, they're talking to the Thieves' Guild, they're like, what if we steal the sword and we can control the dragon? And they're like, yes, we will do this, and they will cheer Vines is in the desert. He has, um, I guess, a montage? Um, it says it's a montage, but... It's I'm not sure
2: really a montage. a montage. It's is. not what montage means.
1: Um, it's playing some fun music. I do like the music in this the scene. The music
2: is very good at that scene. Um,
1: mm. He falls down a sandy hill. He's, like, in the desert outside at Mopok, which is, I guess, a change. De- a dune. They-, they see some spooky gallows, and there's, like, some people who, like, clawed out their own throats and broke their own necks and shit. They said I did it's like the, the line, unreal estate.
0: I did like the line, uh, it takes a lot of strength to pull out your own spine. Yeah. I thought that, was, that was pretty good.
1: Yeah. Cherry carries the sword. Anyway, the sword says something about the dark in the dark and Cherry seems to understand what it's talking about. Um, they start seeing some weird old shit that's like floating in the desert. Um, that's like round world stuff, like our stuff. Um, there's like a walker. And when good they touch term. it or get too close, it teleports into the watch house.
0: It's, they seem to it seems to be round world technology that's been like retrofitted and, yeah um re- retro engineered or something i can't remember the word by the arch chancellor mm-hmm. so the uh, the the like the running machine or the walker has it, it said patent shoe sander on it <laughs> 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 the machines yeah. are and pretty good like that's
2: i like that one I like of the things how they I, look I don't know. To me, to me, like individual bits, individual bits in this episode are good, but just, yeah. it doesn't work as a whole.
1: It doesn't hang together, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you see, stuff like that really does remind me of like Douglas Adams stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, it teleports into the watch house and it says, "Don't throw me away." So you know, it doesn't want to get destroyed. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of thormic energy that's building up because of all these these objects, all these broken things um we see some we go back to the city and we see angua and carrot and we're talking to some people who are upset because they pre-booked a robbery and it didn't happen um the thieves are on the march they're trying to go get the sword by like you know going into the desert and finding out where people have gone although they don't know that yet they're heading to the watch house there's a thief called brian but he's changed his name to stefana um
0: <laughs> does identity theft which means changing um, your name yeah
1: Ah. pretty good
0: Apparently, yes. <laughs> uh huh.
1: Yeah, we see we see the others in the desert, and they're having like trauma flashbacks because apparently, the desert shows you what is broken in you. Um, and so Sybil sees a student she had called Lydia, who I guess she was re-educating.
2: <laughs> um, she was re-educating her from the thieves guild.
1: <laughs> yeah and she's like i told you stealing is wrong and she's like it doesn't work nothing you do can work
2: yeah um,
0: what if what if you stole things that'd be worthy of mind control and uh-huh. torture
2: yeah I that's the thing what torture. i thought like but, but i don't know if this is supposed to be the message of the show or just Sibyl's characterization or whatever but i didn't like very much how it made me like her a lot less yeah this. yeah exactly <laughs>
1: Yeah, she was pretty bad. I mean, I think towards the end they were saying that this is pretty bad. But I, yeah, I came out of this being like I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know about what Sibyl. they're doing with
1: Sybil. And
2: like, yeah, cause, cause also she's rich, right? Like, yeah, that you could make a point about how
0: untitled.
2: Yeah, how the, you could make a point about how like her being the upper class makes her the real thief, and it's kind of kind of sucks that she. Uh, tries to That'd re-educate people from being in the thieves guild which far less far lesser of an offense like I, I get why I should be upset with the assassins guild the, the thieves guild like having regularly scheduled thievings is far less of an offense than killing right? Mm.
1: They just nick shit yeah they just steal <laughs> stuff and like yeah. these people seem <laughs> fine with it
2: <laughs> yeah there's a there's a scene later on where like two people are really upset because they're Uh, their scheduled thieves killed. I said
1: that. I mentioned
2: that. Yeah. Oh, was that already earlier? Yeah. I completely lost track
0: of (laughs) what happens when in this episode. This show does have seen, so far it hasn't, hasn't shown as much of a criticism of poshness as as Terry did. Yeah. With the character Mm. of Sybil. Sybil is a very positive character, like as an individual in the books, but it constantly references her ancestors um, and like their main mode of wealth being exploiting people and getting large numbers of people killed in wars. (laughs) Like on either side, it didn't really matter. You know, they they just had wars. It was fun. And they live in their own posh bubble where nothing's Mm. really rather real. They just float about Mm. doing their own posh things, Mm. which is... A pretty accurate assessment of like yeah. the upper class <laughs> yeah this
2: episode really made me question the politics of a show in up until now we were like okay this show isn't like the best about cops but it's like you know terry was also politically confused and th- this this was the first time where i started to like actually worry about the politics of this show maybe because we had we saw like no marxist goblins this episode
1: we did very briefly but like yeah not really
2: yeah they didn't get as much of a spotlight as they did earlier and with that left all we have of the politics of the show at least in this episode is that the guilds are bad veterinary bad the Mm. watch good
1: good it's sort of like um
0: what do the watch do? <laughs> nothing really?
1: Nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not quite as bad, but it does remind me of the whole like mass effect thing where it's like the only people who are good at the military.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah um, it's is like the not...
1: government is bad and the corrupt, but the military is very good.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't that true?
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot for a minute.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, good.
1: They've never done anything wrong. The military famously unproblematic. Um, you still get,
0: you've still got your tat, poppy tattoo right
1: yeah 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 it says we will never forget and then forget has two t's um, it says
0: the battle of the song was the biggest work of art uh, <laughs> in the world <laughs> it
1: says the only drug I need <laughs> is poppy and then brackets remembering <laughs> um,
2: but to get back to this like yeah like the 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 watch is being the only thing and and this goes so far like in in an earlier episode i th- like we we talked about how Sybil is like, okay, we're a team, but we're never gonna I'm never gonna wear that badge mm. but that like low key message of cops are maybe also bad seems completely lost in this one where she's like like especially Sybil is at like several moments like okay, who's excited for the arrests or something like that.
1: She says, I, "Let's do the raid." I want. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah, exactly. It. She absolutely um,
0: fucking loves police violence. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like Sybil isn't like she doesn't like cops because she thinks cops are bad. It's more like she thinks they're not violent enough. Um, like uh uh-huh. huh. Who yeah. will be violent?
0: Are you civil fascist? <laughs> key, well, kinda,
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I'm glad so you remembered her... that word this time.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know we had trouble during the bonus episode join the um,
3: Patreon.
1: yeah trying to remember the word fascist mm-hmm. um, referring to Neil Bream's ideology but I'm glad that in this one
2: we're allowed to go. Yeah, interesting that we had a collective brain wipe for, for those two hours of recording about <laughs> our, our own politics
1: yeah I don't know anything about Quite politics our own
0: politics is not fascist mm-hmm. mine isn't, Yellowish.
2: <laughs> no I mean <laughs> <laughs> I guess more like we had a brain wipe. It wasn't just the, just the <laughs> fascism know. stuff, but also like the, uh, we didn't r- remember
0: QAnon <laughs> existing. You see, what I was doing there was exploiting a inconsistency in your in language.
2: In my language, yeah. That's very I'm cool of you to do to someone whose first language or even cancel. second language isn't English.
0: <laughs> I was using uh, the... Oh, uh, no, I've forgotten the word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they sober Sybil up with some Clatchy and coffee. Um, and she's like, oh, Vimes, look, you look awful. And he's like, yeah. Sybil, I think I put Sybil mean. Um,
2: yeah, she is.
1: Veterinary is in the watch house uh, when Anger and Carrot get back. And she's like, Mm, something look, looks like shin here where's the sword have you finished interrogating it and they're like uh it's around don't worry about it and the veterinary leaves um because the guild have been looking for the sword so they ransack the watch house they're like we'll ask the prisoner so they go to see inigo skinner and he's like it was the thieves guild the elite of the thieves guild the head of the thieves guild is saying something or other and Casus is like thieves guild killed my dad for being a thief and then he's like, oh, I'm gonna do bad things. Veter- they realize that um, Veterinary didn't tell Vimes to destroy the sword, but to use the sword. And go, Veterinary will execute Vimes if he destroys the sword. We go back to the, the rest of them. Uh, the Thieves Guild set off into the desert after them, because they've realized where they are because of the machinery, like zapping through time and space or whatever. Angua and Carrot realize where they've gone as well. I can't remember why. Uh, uh, Vime, Vimes has a flashback. He's he's also having what's broken in him stuff. And he sees himself as a tiny child as well as Kasa as a tiny child. And they're, like, sharing bread. And it's it's very cute. Um,
0: tiny Carter is extremely sweet.
1: Yeah. They're, they're both very nice. And it's like, damn, maybe this is saying something about societal um, causes of, you know, crime or something. But who knows? Um uh, That's why
0: you got to beat them up so they don't steal.
1: Yeah, you, be, you re-educate them to know that stealing is wrong, and that will stop mm. people stealing. Death is there as a dog, and the and he tells Vimes to stop watching. And he's like, oh, but you can't change people. Death, as the dog, says that, you know, this dog is always pissing on you because it's angry and afraid, but you got to believe in yourself or something. Um, you are the dog, do you get it? Um, you gotta stop <laughs> being angry and afraid and believe in yourself. Vimes won't wake up because they're in too strong a magical field. Sybil tries to like leave him and Cherry and like run off with the sword because she doesn't want it to be destroyed and she's like, "You can't change people. I, I will use the sword for, for good stuff." But then Cherry also starts to hallucinate and she sees herself putting on the beard and then the beard like taking over her face. Which I think was like the most effective hallucination,
0: probably. Yes. Yeah. It was quite horrific.
1: Yeah. Because it's like, damn. Gender stuff.
0: Damn. All this um, gender over my face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and seeing this is happening, Sybil runs back in to like help and she like drags, helps drag them out. Yeah, they, they wake Vines up, um, but Cherry is still hallucinating. Meanwhile, Angua and Carrot are still following them and Angua starts to hallucinate and she hallucinates being manacled in the woods and turning into a werewolf and killing her friend Gretchen
0: eating her too
1: yeah on the behest of her mother and grandmother who think it's for the best and it's for the good of the pack that she not have human friends which is the source of her trauma
2: mm-hmm. how do we feel about this they one? Seem,
0: they seem to have changed how like her family background Yeah, mm. you know, they're, they're sort of German aristocrat kind of people in the books and they looked like Romany people in this, mm. sort of, with the, the flouncy skirt. Which is weird, because they're still called Überwald. Like, Von Überwald. Von Überwald. Didn't like, they
2: do have the German aristocratic name. Like, they didn't change her name. I don't know. Maybe, I also yeah, don't know about this, about this representation of Romani people, if that's, if that's what they're going for. Like, mm. uh, I don't know. I, mean,
0: I don't think they thought about it very much.
2: But, like, what, what accent is that supposed to be? Like, it
0: does sound
1: i thought it was i don't know i didn't i didn't it's make that connection i thought she
2: was just
0: like it was mostly the I skirts know. i thought of rather than the yeah. accent
2: okay well the actress is like uh, angua's actress is maltese maltese yeah. mm. uh but yeah they just had like some i don't know generic uh, uh, central, vaguely, european central vaguely central european <laughs> accent yeah <laughs> mm. like i did also have the romantic connotation uh
0: yeah i was mostly seeing that from the clothing
2: yeah yeah but like the clothing combined with the accent is i think yeah it's uh at least an a like it makes sense to draw that association like just also like compared to how romani people are usually portrayed in media so
0: Mm. yeah yeah like i so they're saying they're dangerous killers who you can't trust i don't think they are saying that but you're Maybe they should have thought about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's quite short scenes, but yeah, it is a bit weird. Um,
2: yeah, okay like I, I don't, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about this take on uh, her being a werewolf. I the
0: mean, werewolf stuff is really different from the books. Yeah, as well.
2: which is like fine. It's fine to make it different from the books. Um, oh,
0: sure, that's not a criticism. I just, an observation.
2: yeah, I just didn't think it was that interesting and i felt like in this episode specifically the drama and the comedy really didn't mesh to me like many of the things that should be funny on their own just didn't read to me as funny enough because they were constantly like contrasted with all these like every single character has to experience their the their crucial character trauma thing
1: yeah, I do think yeah. I did feel it was a lot like it was pretty lazy, especially considering they already have like the reading room and yeah, 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 in the library. I
0: did, I did have the th- the thought when when they were doing it, as soon as it started happening, it was like, oh, they're going through the flashback desert. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, and I I think I remarked on it last week as well that. About the sort of tonal contradictions, they've heightened yeah. the tonal contradictions in this episode to a mm. to a point that is detrimental. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah,
3: because
1: it's it's a tricky needle to thread, and I do think they did it really so, well last episode, and then this episode, I don't know, they seem to struggle. Yeah, I'd be interested mm-hmm. to see. Is there different? Is the director different, or is the writing different, or is it always the same?
2: Uh, I think Simon mm. Allen has written or co-written most episodes, and the directing changes.
1: Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, I don't like I don't uh, like flashbacks much as a device anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't mind I don't mind the Vimes flashing back to when Casa was falling off the tower. The
0: directors stuff. do change. Yeah. yeah. The first two was Craig Vivier Viveiros. Yeah. Um uh, the second two is Brian Kelly, and Wikipedia doesn't say who anything after five is.
2: Uh IMDB says this one was also directed by Brian Kelly. Okay. Brian, um, what are you doing? And <laughs>
0: Why would you get me like this, Brian? Mm.
2: I think it What's might the- have been written by a different person. Uh, I Wonder if
1: they see. just really struggled just like having this number of episodes and they just wanted like yeah.
2: This this was know. written or co-written by someone who wrote four episodes of Torchwood. Incredible. Uh, oh no. That makes well a lot of <laughs> sense. An episode of Doctor Who I Don't Remember from the title. Um six episodes of Law and Order UK.
0: I did not know that existed, but okay.
2: Two episodes of Lewis.
0: You're next, mate.
1: Oh wait, which episode? <laughs> you have been found of
2: <laughs> guilty of being English. Uh the episode Down Among the Fearful part one and two.
1: Okay, yeah, no, I I yeah. <laughs> As a Lewis expert.
2: Yeah. I, uh, You're cool. the one person who watched Lewis.
1: I know, and every day I'm shamed for it. Um, Jazz
2: is a is the biggest Lawrence Fox star on okay, the, the podcast. Fuck up. But I was gonna say, like I, I agree with you about how the having the reading room before didn't make these scenes very necessary. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like we already had a grip on what most characters the foundational trauma as well and i don't think by seeing this gruesome childhood scene for angua gave anything really new to her character that we haven't already gathered through yeah. through the scene where she's like locked up and then, then she reopens up again when she's
0: the again and if anything like, they should have used this scene to add more depth to carrot who yeah. uh-huh is kind of lacking in it yeah, because that's he a great point. He's the only one who he's the only one who doesn't get a. Oh my record. god, you're right. Yeah, I,
1: <laughs> because he's empty. He's an empty boy. <laughs> I haven't oh, it's me,
0: mean, Archie. I mean, I mean, carrot. <laughs>
2: yeah, but really, here, here, I think, I think the issue with carrot, I, I think I'm starting to realize what the issue with carrot is. Is that they made all the other characters like they made all the other characters' problems much more scary and much more uh, tragic than they are in the book. Right, like, mm. you know they Cherie does have the gender stuff in the book, but this one made it much more scary, right, yeah, uh, and yes. same same way how the werewolfism is portrayed as much more traumatic uh for her than it is in the book, and compared to that, like especially, chilling. but like especially also compared to to the other thing that Cherie is still tall, yeah. compared to that, the carrots backstory which they kind of left the same like they also said that he was he was a tall dwarf basically and he was apparently i don't know like they said that in episode one right mm. c- c- compared to everyone else's uh characters made like more edgy or more dark uh carrot just kind of left the same backstory and it makes him somehow stick out as as, as more empty or, or as less yeah like, and he
1: also doesn't have a lot of, like, I don't know, like, pathos. He just that's the spends a lot thing. of his time yeah. reacting to things, but not a lot. And that's not, like, a lot you can connect to as a character, you know. He he just doesn't have a lot going on. <laughs> and and so, I mean, I, I can see there's quite a few characters, and I guess he gets sort of left behind by that, but, like,
2: yeah.
1: I don't know. Hello, it's hard character. to. He has some romantic I- moments with anger in this, but it's like there is no chemistry. Yeah.
2: Maybe the other problem is like this is. It makes sense that they made it this way for an adaptation, but I think Carrot loses a lot by him, by like the entire watch cast being introduced at once. Instead of doing mm. it in the books as like Guards Guards is the first, like in Guards Guards, Carrot is the main POV. Uh, who is new to the watch. So so like that book is mostly about him and Vimes. Mm. Uh, and then uh, and Sybil, I guess, like out of the characters we have. And then uh, Men at Arms having um, you know the new people introduced into the watch. Like then we get the Angua stuff and the Cheer stuff in Feet of Clay, right? Like them being introduced book by book makes leaves all the characters more room to breathe.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then this mean, one, having them all at once makes it, makes it much harder to give everyone depth. And unfortunately, Carrot gets the short end here.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Carrot is a really kind of subtle character in the books. Yeah. The, there's, the, depth, the depths he has are not, you know, they are said explicitly, but they're not shouted out and they happen over a long time. And his character development happens over a long time, and in sort of often in ways where he's not the main character. Yeah, he's Mm. only he's only like a sort of point of view character. Not that Terry does that very much with him at all in the first book uh, that he's in Guards Guards. So I think I'm not sure if we thought about how much of an adaptation problem Carrot's character actually is.
1: Yeah, did we mention this last week?
0: We may we talked a little bit about it, but
2: I think. It just gets more apparent every episode, so it makes sense that yeah. you come back to it. Yeah, um, well, like like you were saying last, sh- about
1: them being introduced in different books. They also have more of an individual, like plot line yeah. in each book as well. Like they have their own story stuff. Whereas in this, obviously, like it, there's like an emotional um, relevance to Angua's backstory or whatever, but it doesn't have any plot relevance. It's not. Yeah, got anything to do with what's going on here.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. Like I think up to this point yeah. the only characters who are actually plot relevant are Vimes and Sybil, right?
1: Yes. And, More or less. Yeah,
2: I mean from the from the from the hero so the protagonist cast. Okay.
1: And like so Cherry has a thing in this where she's like um I know what the dark in the dark is. I know where we're gonna find the next artifact, which makes me think that next episode mm. will be more of a cheery centric episode. Maybe. Um, but yeah, for for the most part, like the ensemble cast are there to do things, but like not specific to their characters yeah. um, or their characters' journeys. I'm
2: really trying to remember anything that carrot or cherry or angua had contributed. To, to the actual
0: <laughs> plot yeah I mean
1: Cherry re- Cherry seems to be the most useful she did some stuff with the sword like figuring it out yeah. last week I think
0: yeah she, and she seems to figure stuff out of more of a purpose than the other two yeah it's still Angus fought
1: her. some people as a wolf yeah I guess I, I guess Angua sniffs stuff out sometimes when yeah. they're like following
0: um, trails yeah and Carrot not
1: very, very successful.
0: goes police <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's <laughs> like
1: this is an interrogation
0: um <laughs> here's your spoon sir okay the spoon stuff was quite funny but i've got one thing to say yeah this is this is back to deep season one law yes okay there is a different writer uh, for not on my watch episode five which we, we are reviewing mm-hmm. uh, and on imdb it says writer simon allen created by yes which i, I can assume means that he's not exactly a joint writer of the episode. Yeah,
1: he's a showrunner.
0: He's a yeah. showrunner and he's uh, at least done sort of bare bones plot stuff. And the r- other writer listed is Catherine yeah. Tregena. That's the one who wrote and for Lewis and Law and Order. Tregena, Cornish name. The Cornish, once again,
2: <laughs> oh our <my>
0: enemy.
1: <laughs> the Tregena, they're fucking coming for us. The Cornish, oh my God.
0: They're coming back. <sighs>
1: They want revenge what we
0: said about their fucking radioactive air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stargazy Pie. Pasty, actually, pasties are good. I take it back. I'm trying to see which...
2: Do you remember any of these Torchwood episodes, Chaz, Probably. That, that this author wrote? They're Out of Time, a Captain Jack uh-huh. Harkness, Meat, uh-huh. and Adam.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't remember... I never actually know the names yeah. of episodes Um, like I don't tend to spend a lot of time looking at them so I would probably know them but I don't And they're pretty bad
2: episode types like if there's an episode that's just called Captain Jack Hartness, I don't know
1: Me <laughs> Conflicts <laughs> abound when a truck owned by Reese's Trucking Company is investigated by Torchwood and Reese is there to see it <sighs> the meat it carries is tainted, or is it even meat at all? (laughs) Reese has a little investigation of his own, and it might have something to contribute to the team this time around, but he's no longer sure he can trust, and can Gwen and the team trust him?
0: Look, I'll say I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> Cardiff, the city which will tear down fucking anything to a purpose-built student accommodation, Has maintained a fucking Yanto shrine in the bay for years, decades now, I think.
1: Two plaques, two plaques.
0: And I don't like that. Fucking <laughs> tear that down and oh, that was gonna be that was gonna be my introduction this week, but I forgot. <laughs> tear
1: down the Yanto shrine. No,
0: I said I I was gonna say Hi, I'm George, and I'm constructing Killdozer to uh, mm-hmm. to knock, like, like that guy in America, to run into every purpose-built student accommodation in Cardiff and knock it oh,
1: down. Oh, I would like that, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be honest, I'm looking at all these episodes and... I have n- no real memory yeah. of most of them, so same they were for, not. They were not like interesting. Same obviously. for
2: the Doctor Who episode that that she wrote, because that's also one I just read the summary. I've definitely seen it because I have watched Doctor Who in twenty fifteen. Cringe. And I have no memory of it.
1: Doctor Who. I can't see it on her IMDb. Oh yeah, the Woman Who Lived. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um. <laughs> The nightmare. Yeah, this sounds like nothing. Oh, it's Peter Capaldi. I have no fucking memory of. I've never watched any Peter Capaldi episodes, so I don't
2: know. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I
1: can't even. Rem- I can't. I'll be honest. I can't remember these lowest episodes either. <laughs> so, Catherine, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but mm, yeah. not the best. I don't. I don't what want if she is to, like, to this. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I don't want to blame her personally for this episode being weak because. I know there's all, like, that's not how television writing works. Uh, no. There's a writing a room and whatever. Like, I feel like the ideological stuff are probably like the, the the things we have the biggest issues with are probably stuff that were like determined in the writing room before. So, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and once again, I don't want to blame like weaker episodes on the individual writers on a show that has like one ongoing plot. Mm. But still, like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to finish I mean, the episode summary?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, where am I? So, Angua has this hallucination. Wait, she. I would
2: just,
0: just like to say I wouldn't have mentioned Catherine's Catherine's name in in if it wasn't Cornish. <laughs> it was mainly I thought it was funny <laughs> it was Cornish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Cornish do hate us. Listen, she's a public yeah, figure. Um, it
0: Everything I back up everything you said. You know, writing's weird.
1: Writing is difficult. Um, yeah, I wrote that Angua carrot, no chemistry. So like, this is the bit where they have like a moment. Oh my god! Um, yeah. We we head to the magically contaminated water of the dissolvey place. Vimes, they're like Vimes. You don't have to do this, and he's like, no, I do. And then he throws the sword into the water, but like a giant hand catches it and like throws it back, in it and it stabs him in the foot. That they have like a communication with the lady of the lake, which apparently like exists in magical water, um, or like you know comes into being in high magical places. <laughs> And she's, like, just doing hand gestures at them, um, or various what stuff. Point, at one point she does the jerk-off gesture, which I thought was funny. That was good. Um, <laughs> I feel like this
2: bit could have been really good if, if it hadn't this weird tonal issue that we mentioned earlier about how the yeah the dark yeah. and the comedic, comedic bits don't really mesh in this one. And I think this scene had to suffer from it the most, because just right before we had everyone's trauma explained to us through flashbacks...
1: yeah. And it sucks, because it's like, it's like a, a superimposed like person's yeah. hand in the water that I really like. I love that kind of special effect.
0: Yeah,
2: it was good. Yeah, it's like almost the um, SpongeBob kind of visual, I think, the way that yeah. hand looks. It's,
1: it's like sort of very tor- like Monty Python sort yeah, of
0: yeah. stuff. Yeah, probably. I mean, especially with the sort of Lady in the Lake, the Arthurian stuff, that's very, very Monty yeah. Python. Which, you know, like, no one ever called SpongeBob a wanker, so... <laughs>
2: yeah i mean i guess steven hillenberg was also influenced by monty python so uh,
0: all right mate you wanker you little yellow square
2: (laughs) oh my god
0: you live in a fucking pineapple all
1: right you're doing in the pineapple you go to work every day in the burger joint why don't you go to a fish and chip restaurant like the rest of us
0: some good british things those are fish and chips
1: (laughs) No input from various ways of migration at all. Because they are like all fish. So they would just be like...
0: (laughs) Yeah, it would have been a great joke. Fucking cannibalism restaurant.
1: That just made me think of the bit in the social network where he feeds the chicken chicken and he's like, (laughs) it's not cannibalism. Fish eat other fish. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think it's weird how they have fire in underwater? No, it's very funny. Like, that's the joke. Like, (laughs) No, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I like it even more that they have a beach underwater. Lockport.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's
2: kind of genius.
1: Crabby Patty. Are they crab? What if they were crab? That'd be it's it's up. a secret
2: recipe, so we just don't know.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the Lady of the Lake, she throws the sword back, and they're like, what does it mean? And then she does the resist fist, and I died on the inside.
0: <sighs> yeah. And that's when you do the wanker gesture, gesture back at.
1: yeah then you just do the uh (laughs) doing the jerk off gesture back yeah nine danke
0: um after a year in which we've seen like unprecedented uprisings against racial injustice again aimed against the police Mm -hmm. you had you had a tv show where someone did um a a sort of power fist gesture often used in the black power fist Uh uh-huh what if you did that uh, in support of some police in a show
1: I will say that they didn't know that when they were filming it, but like yeah, pretty bad <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bad timing, not that that you know, the Black Power Fist has been around forever and Black Lives Matter has been around since I think since 2014 yes.
1: or 14, Yeah, I remember because Ferguson happened when I got my A-level results
0: Under um, Donald Trump, remember? It was under him Yeah, it
1: was under Donald Trump in <laughs> no
2: 2014
0: No one else <laughs> Yeah, I mean, now We're safe now Now Now
1: that Kamala Harris is vice president and Biden is president, there's going to be no issues like that. Uh, We don't have to resist
0: anymore. We can let go.
1: Remind me who was vice president when that happened the first time. Anyway, Mm. um, I did did get
2: a a little bummed out when I saw like a Joe Biden tweet, like retweeted or quote tweeted or whatever. And I just read the tweet and it doesn't sound like his voice at all. Like that's going to be one thing I'm going to be missing from. She told Trump, "Is that his tweets were very clearly written by him?"
0: <laughs> Joe so Biden's
2: tweets funny. are like, like Joe Biden making. can be funny when he when he has like full dementia in an interview, but or, or like in a in an appearance. But like his tweets don't have that don't have that power.
0: Remember when he tried to buy Greenland, <laughs> 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 and he got pissy because he couldn't buy
2: Greenland. God, he was a good poster. <laughs>
0: oh my god the absolutely best poster but also extremely dangerous <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> remember when he said <laughs> when he was like in in britain that he was like england britain united kingdom you have so many great names for
0: this place <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, that's, i mean that's just like, so many so many people don't understand the differences. <laughs> Especially Americans. Yeah, like, I love I to land. live it's
1: in. Like... I love to live in England, which is the same as the United
0: Kingdom. <laughs> Americans think that though. I know, even like well-educated ones. I mean, it's like, kind of oh, England's fault. Like, you're from Edinburgh, so you're Scottish. It What's fault, it like living yeah. in England? Or it's like you Back know, there's that oh, Edinburgh or whatever they call it.
2: There's that that Limi video that I think about constantly, Edinburgh. where he talks about Britain. <laughs> how Britain's Got Talent went to Scotland. <laughs> yeah he talked about how britain's got talent went to scotland and they were all like i hope it's worth it i hope it's worth expanding to scotland Uh, i hope these people are uh this has been worth the trip when the show is called britain's got talent and scotland is part of britain
1: what if we had a special britain's got talent for
3: scotland
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i met donald trump at a charity do once Surprisingly down-to-earth and very funny. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, yeah, so the Thieves' Guild comes after them and I think they get the sword and the rest of them manage to escape by getting into a car and it, like, zapping back to the watch house. I wasn't sure what happened to the sword because I sort of, I think, lost focus for a minute, but presumably Carson Carson. has the sword.
0: Has got it, yeah. i don't
1: know if he'll be able to use it because i don't know if he has love in his heart but we'll have to
0: see <laughs> there's
1: there's some i'll talk about it in a bit uh veterinary gets vimes to go see them the watch also appears like if you're gonna punish vimes and you have to punish us too and lady ramkin's like yeah i'm nobility and Veterinary's is like no i'm sending you to arrest the thieves guild and cast are done and vimes is like that means i declaring war on the thieves guild and veterinaries say like, well you better win we all care deeply about the future of the city blah 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 so they're going to do a raid on the thieves guild and that's what's about to happen and then angua says that she knows the phrase the dark in the dark um, and that's the end of the episode you see yeah, not che- even that much to talk cheery.
0: about Cherry knows them.
1: oh what did i say did i say angua yeah i keep getting i don't know why i keep getting the mixed up um, you're
0: just a misogynist. Yeah. You see two yes. women and you're like,
1: I see two one? women and I'm like they're the same and am I wrong? I
0: would never do that Honestly, with two women. I would never call my friends Lucy or Charlotte <laughs> when they're actually called Charlotte or Lucy. <laughs>
2: what if the show is misogynistic for Consummate. giving giving the women the least
0: things to do? What if what if we're misogynistic for not allowing Lady Sybil to to have like negative character traits?
2: I guess, yeah. Damn. That's true it's I about that. fucked up yeah she's a she's a girl boss even though she's rich
1: there is a bit where someone says veterinary is a man of his word mm-hmm. so still yeah veterinary oh, she
0: says she's a man of his word or something yeah oh okay Yeah. yeah. I was like okay <laughs> and I was like they're doing something here
1: <laughs> yeah I'm not sure what it is but it's interesting <laughs> it's
0: something
2: I don't know I was just gonna talk about the the boots joke we kind of glossed over it in the summary but like that that oh. I hated that so much yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, so because of the Boots theory of economics, there's... I think I mean, I think it's meant to be just, like, a funny payoff, but there's a bit where, like, it's, um, the sword hits yeah. Vimes in the foot and Lady Sybil makes fun of him for having $10, $10 shoes. <laughs> I'm being like, oh, you say that you love $10 shoes, but now you've got a hole in your foot. I'm pretty sure it would have gone through any shoes. Sorry, Sybil. Yeah, it, it's yeah, probably it's probably
0: meant to be a joke, cut. but... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hungarian you say? Hungarians, I'm, I'm really hard now Janos. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, started we started talking talk. that at wasn't the an same time okay I think, I think i think yeah that wasn't an interruption <laughs> i think i started talking slightly after you yeah. you go ahead
2: oh i was just gonna say i i assume it was a, or like it's clearly a joke but it it does have a uncomfortable connotation that this is supposed yeah. to be like a, a jokey moment of the rich person making fun of the poor person's shoes when he has already explained that that's the only shoes he's able to afford to buy and that the rich actually have it like that that's the reason why the rich buy less shoes because they have better shoes because they can afford them mm. <laughs> so I don't know that that didn't work at all for me
1: yeah if she wanted him to have better shoes she should have just bought him better shoes right
2: <laughs> yeah Redistribute, redistribute your wel- your wealth Sybil.
1: like in the book the point is that he like gets to the point where he can afford better shoes and he still doesn't but like at yeah. this point in this he, he can't
0: i'm not sure what they were doing with that
1: yeah i think it was just meant to be like a a, a funny callback but you know what if, because of um, the lady sybil stuff it's like meh.
0: what if we're supposed to read lady sybil as, as negative at the moment I don't think I mean, sure. I think we are, sure. kind of. I don't... I, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of confused. I'm not sure how they want us to see mm-hmm. her.
1: Because they have this bit where she's going to run off with the sword and, like, Angor... Not Angor, fuck. And Cherry gets really mad about it afterwards. And it's like, she was going to try and steal the sword. Uh, can't trust her. And, like, that's meant to be a bad thing. But we sort of gloss over it later. Um although we're not we don't have a lot of time, and they do mm-hmm. the whole like vimes deserves power because he doesn't want it thing which Libs love,
0: mm. yeah, which, incidentally, I briefly mentioned the fact that uh Helen Lewis wrote a thing about um a wrote a review after watching the first episode of the series uh, about mm-hmm. how she hated it, uh, including which she misgenders cheery uh-huh uh, cool. of course, because she's a turf, yeah, fuck fuck 'em but um. She she also talks about how like Vimes is the perfect person to wield power because he m- intrinsically distrusts power, which like yeah it is his character. And then this and that like I read it like ten minutes before watching the episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> well, there's your question answered, yeah. Helen. You you bloody turf. <laughs> This is like that Game of Thrones thing. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Game of Thrones power <laughs> stuff where it's like. Oh, maybe Ned deserved power because he didn't want yeah. it. Yeah, maybe he
2: died. Maybe Tyrion should be it. the hand of the king because he fucked it up twice already. So now he has time to fix his mistakes.
0: <laughs> Which, <When>, like, <laughs> come on. The thing about someone the best person to not have power wielding power mm-hmm. no, not the best person to have power is someone who doesn't want power. Is, it's one of the? I'm not sure, there's probably a word for it. Like It's an observation that is correct, but it's not like imaginative enough. It can't imagine the fact that there could be another system. Yeah. Which mm. sort of solves that problem structurally.
3: I
1: mean, I think it's correct in that someone who wants power f- because they want to control everything is probably not yeah. the best to like it have in charge.
0: It should not be let anywhere but near it, power. <laughs> but
1: it doesn't mean that if you don't want power, that means that you would be good at yeah having
2: exactly it. it's a false conclusion <laughs> right true. like just because the yeah. opposite is it, true the logic is like, broken doesn't yeah. mean that you can't yeah just because I don't know
0: person who doesn't want a podcast the best person <laughs> yeah. to <want> a podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's why George is
0: on here that's actually that's absolutely why I do not want clout and yet I'm the most charismatic member of the <laughs> cast
1: that's true <laughs> folks write us in and say whether or not you think George is the most charismatic
3: <laughs> member of the cast
0: do you think I'm the hottest? you're you wrong do. <laughs> I
2: mean, George is the only one you probably haven't seen pictures of if you're, you're only following our twitter accounts
3: mm-hmm. if you're not until in the
2: chat. there's some hot George scoops in the discord but you're not going to be able to find it because it's been like months
0: ago until Chaz yeah. doxes me again yeah
1: Every, every day I wake up and say the only way I can defeat George um, in the game of podcasts is to dox him continuously. <laughs> and, and so I do.
2: I did have to, in the one episode for this show I edited, because usually it's Chess who edits this one. But for yeah. the one episode I edited, I did have to edit out George saying his real life last name at one point.
0: Oh, did I say my last name? <laughs> you did. Yes, you did. Did I know I said my last name? Yes, you knowingly said it, out it out and it. then
2: said uh, what you're going to do to Elon Musk.
1: <laughs> you oh, said, oh, "I am, yes, I I am George. <laughs> I am George Redacted, and I'm going to kill Elon Musk." Um,
0: Hell yeah, that's true. I, I've got the rifle. Mm-hmm. Did you put fuzz fl- Did, did
1: you put like? Did you put like noise? In yeah, it, I put. That's what I try and do. I put do static we, instead.
2: Okay. Uh, because I remember it that really you, you did the same thing when Lucy
0: doxed herself.
1: <laughs> yeah and when both her and George both said my full address oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> that was extremely funny <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're having fun on here
1: we love to have fun I miss yeah. Lucy. Yeah. Come back,
2: Lucy I miss Lucy me too hope she's good Lucy if you're listening to this I can't wait to podcast with you again
0: mm-hmm. even I want to give you a hug yeah and have a beer I miss pubs mm. I really want to go to a pub <laughs> Uh yeah. I miss a lot of I things.
1: Miss Pubs. I miss many things. The the touch of grass, the yeah. smell of mm, dirt. Attack um, ships
0: on fire or off a of Orion. Gamma something. belt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I've been thinking about how like I haven't done like any athletic activities since like September or October. I haven't done any athletic activities. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't relate to this because I'm a jock and I, I do yoga and I run and I do my hoop every other day. Yeah, so, I, yeah.
2: I know this of you. It's, 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 I just... Get a life. I just have it much harder yeah. to motivate myself to, to do sports if I'm alone. Like, if I'm completely on my own. Mm. If there's no like if there's no goals to reach.
0: I'm asthmatic. I went for a walk. Okay.
2: <laughs> I have a garden. <laughs> you That's
0: do go outside a lot, so... Uh, <laughs>
1: I miss I missed when the pandemic wasn't on and I could sit inside and watch T V with my friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that that was a nice time.
1: Although you can watch H two O with us in our Discord. <laughs> um at our regularly scheduled whenever I feel like it.
0: Yeah. I miss I miss going round uh to Charlotte and Lucy's flat, which no longer exists, uh, mm. with a bottle of wine like Cy Abelman in a serious man. Uh, and talking very seriously, and then hugging them a lot.
2: Yeah, I can't yeah. believe uh, Jeremy Corbyn went and demolished Charlotte and Lucy's flat personally.
0: <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn? He,
1: he did. He did do that. Um, it's because he thought that we were too happy, and he loves to destroy <laughs> happiness. So he had to like get us evicted from our flat because he loves landlords. Yeah.
0: Um, like, imagine, we if, if Jeremy Corbyn was in power, it would be so much worse. Yeah. You may, think <laughs> up. Dead.
2: you may think that Boris Johnson fucked up the situation, but imagine how bad would it be if, if like, the Jeremy government had Corbyn. acted earlier, but a socialist was in power.
1: Yeah, that would automatically be worse for no reason other than I don't, like... That that I columnists don't like him, and therefore I can see into the <laughs> alternate reality and know that it would be worse. Even <laughs> though the UK has categorically the worst, like the most deaths out of like any country. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: but anyway, the thing we were, cause
2: I feel like we haven't quite finished talking about Zibell's g- g- character. Because uh, yeah, we were talking With about
1: Jeremy Corbyn. would vote for Jeremy Corbyn?
2: <laughs> no absolutely would not would Sybil
1: be a columnist this is the question think, of the episode I think so Sybil would be like Jeremy Corbyn gave me a heart attack
0: Sybil <laughs> <laughs> would complain that Jeremy Corbyn because I had a heart
1: attack when I thought about him
0: Sybil um, would complain that Jeremy Corbyn is being anti-semitic by saying that some of the media was exaggerating the scale of anti-semitism in the Labour Party uh huh While, whilst also retweeting articles that say jeremy corbyn will reopen concentration camps and there will be there will be flights from israel to fly in aid to jews in britain
1: Mm. yeah
0: because because that's what people fucking wrote in the newspapers
2: i know
1: we have a very normal (laughs) country is the thing
0: (laughs) and that wasn't gonna happen like, <laughs> I watched that clip or,
2: or that like I don't know if it was a video or just like a quote but like the thing that they then blew out of proportion he really like his entire point was there has been anti-semitism in the Labour Party and I waited too late to act upon it I apologize and that was what they what they went and then said oh that means that Jeremy Corbyn was actually actively encouraging
0: it yeah and or he, also did you hear the leader's office they intervened in a in a, in a, like when they shouldn't have in an investigation, mm. and then you actually read, like, slight like, th- you get that headline, you read two lines further down, and you're like, oh, wait, they were intervening to ex- like, expedite proceedings against an yeah. actual anti Semite, Ken fucking Livingston." <laughs> Can't
2: wait yeah. to get to, to, the, to Terry Pratchett's book, The Truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be about how journalism is great. Oh, uh, I uh, love it. I love The Jamie, thing is Julia that Hull, when Terry, listen, when Terry died, Things were pretty bad, yeah. journalism-wise, but they weren't quite as bad as they are now because when things has s- pretty. I mean, when did he die? Was it twenty fifteen? Yes,
0: or twenty fourteen? Twenty fifteen.
1: Okay.
0: Jeremy Corbyn became leader in twenty fifteen, and everything has like accelerated since then in how insane it was, especially in journalism. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, because because they they, they realised there was the possibility that things could be better, and they had to like go go mega mode so they could stop things from getting better at all. Yeah,
2: I I do think like in the time when uh, Terry wrote the truth, that was like a time in history where it was like, cool to say that journalism is like an essential value or whatever.
1: I mean I think it has the potential to be journalism good, should but be like, important. In the and UK good, but the
2: way it works, it's not
1: In the UK specifically we have like no normal newspapers. Yeah. Um, like uh, and at least in uh, like America I think there's some that are like sort of normal. Whereas in the UK there's literally <laughs> no way through newspaper that is anyway normal.
0: The UK has two left wing newspapers. One of them is sold by, like, Trotskyists on the street who who, can, who spend most of their time trying to cover up rape accusations against their members. Uh-huh. Uh, Hell yeah. And the other one is not actually left-wing, it just has, like, some left-wingers in, and the rest of the columnists are just like, are trans people going to kill me in the bathroom?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, it's Hadley Freeman being like, I can't believe that... that um... <laughs> the
0: Sopranos! <laughs> I can't Jeremy believe Corbin that they like made. The a-
1: <laughs> I can't believe they made a joke in the movie Soul that middle-aged women are annoying. Um, <laughs> they are that middle-aged white women sound annoying. This is actually a hate crime against me, a middle-aged woman. <laughs> I,
2: I, I do think I hope we don't have like a ton of middle-aged white cis woman listeners, but
1: <laughs> I mean, we sort of do. But I mean, I imagine the ones who listen to us can like
2: take i imagine you know, that can they can hang. deal
1: yeah they're not gonna say karen is a slur yeah or like what hadley said in her article which is like though people mocked us for saying that karen is a slur doesn't it say something that it's so mm. easy to mock Look, middle-aged women
2: middle-aged white cis women if you want society to perceive you as less annoying maybe start being less annoying
3: you know, it'd be less
1: annoying, you know? And don't write articles about how one throwaway joke in soul
0: is personally (laughs) oppressing you. (laughs) What? Hadley Freeman is extremely oppressed.
1: Hadley Freeman is so deranged, and I know I say this all the time, but she is, like, one of my number one enemies Mm -hmm. just because she's so pervasive. And also, I thought she was American because she's always saying she's American, but she moved here when she was, like, 11. Okay, so I'm actually
2: American.
0: (laughs) But I'm actually not
1: not American. If she's American, I'm Fair American. And Ergo, <laughs> she's not American.
0: Oh, uh-huh. Anyway, the it. point about... Hadley, I'm walking here.
2: Hey,
1: I'm walking here. Okay, I'm does Hadley mean-
2: Friedman. I'm from New York. Because <laughs> I moved to Germany when I was 11, so does it mean that I'm not Hungarian?
0: Yes. Mm. You goddamn fucking liar. <laughs> You've been telling... I'm, I've am i just lost all of my two messages. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but with Hadley, it's more like she uses it for clout, you know?
2: I do also feel like the distinction between British and, like, being someone who moved from America to Britain... It's not an
1: identity. Being an American isn't an identity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like,
2: that's a a bigger difference than moving from, like, Hungary to Germany. Like, if if it's the same language spoken, just, like, with the difference that they say crisps, that's, (laughs) you know... (laughs)
1: but the thing is that hadley has all the british brain diseases so it's like she's effectively yeah. british
2: whereas i uh i am free from both the hungarian and the german brain diseases so
1: yeah you don't have any brain diseases
0: <laughs> you sure about that do you th- do you think it's okay to have like a pile of raw meat with onions stuck in it so it looks that's like pretty g- i'm gonna be honest with you george <laughs> the is fucking delicious <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what is this referring to
3: i have not heard this
2: it's called i'm gonna send you an image it's met was it's basically like cured meat that is like it's
0: a fucking pile of raw meat germany come
2: it's on. cured meat it's
1: that sounds sounds good, it's like though,
2: most meat. sausages are uh or like most cured meats are raw it's just uh yeah hold on
1: when when lucy's boyfriend tom used to come um stay with us he'd bring like Three packets of um, Spanish ham, and then we just sit on the sofas and peel ham out of the packet and eat it.
0: The
2: fanciest of boys. The thing is, it's yeah. really delicious, like the the way the like, especially the the, the chunky version. Like I sent, I sent an image here, like of the Wikipedia. Article. Oh, this looks nice. Uh, and it's like it is. It's just really tasty. This is in German. And, yeah, it's basically it's basically like salami, just like less Deep less hard. Like. Is, it's basically spreadable salami.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, listen, I like salami. What talking about sausages. Business.
0: I'm talking about this. Oh yeah, met
2: eagle is just a, a variation of uh of of metwors that is oh, where yeah. they put it in the form of a hedgehog.
1: <laughs> okay, so it does look like raw meat with raw onions.
0: It does go. look like raw meat, but. Look, like, it is... It, I mean, it is, is... a preparation of minced raw pork that is popular in Germany yeah, and is, in
2: Belgium. it is. It is raw meat, but like... <laughs>
0: raw pork!
1: I will be honest, this does look super Dad, What's up.
2: the what's the English translation? <laughs> it says, strongly, yeah, we strongly favoured uh, German sausage made from raw minced pork, preserving by curing and smoking. So it's not, you know, cured and smoked okay. isn't the same as raw. I can't believe that. Yeah,
1: I, no, I mean... It probably tastes fine. It just does look like when you get mince out of a packet. It's
2: raw pork. It does look like that, but it tastes... I, I. It's the one German food I will defend because it has a bad rap on the internet because people have discovered mm. it uh, and they like to make fun of things they don't know. Look.
1: No one ever makes fun of British the, food.
2: If you can eat black yeah, pudding, if that's not like... I don't eat black pudding. I've never eaten black pudding. <laughs>
1: George is a vegetarian. No, I if like you're tri- a
2: vegetarian, you're right. <laughs> like, you know, then it's because right. you don't eat meat. Like, there's no difference between, between meat or like a steak.
0: Look, it says on here it is literally raw pork. Minced. Like, I know friends have eaten it. When, are we, when we've been. Yeah, minced. It's, you just chop it uh, up finely. It's not
2: just chopped up, it's, it's preserved by, through curing and uh, smoking.
0: I mean, often, not always, it can be done like that. So I have, like, when I've been in Germany, people have served, like, our group, this stuff, Met, where it is just raw pork that has been chopped up. And everyone apart from me ate it out of politeness. (laughs) uh, And they all went, that was horrible. (laughs) So sometimes it is smoked, but not always. Sometimes it is literally just raw. It's raw? Yeah, raw pork is good for you. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Yeah, know. it says it literally yeah. says.
1: Um, it says often smoked on the just, on the. British it drink. literally oh, says it awesome. on on the
2: German Wikipedia that it's made the same way as salami is made.
1: Okay.
0: Well, I don't speak this. The, the like Deutsch language, so.
2: <laughs> it is what's it called? Perket curing. Yeah, the the curing is like the, the the addition of salt. Like they they add like. Yeah, it says curing is any various food preservation of flavoring processes of food such as meat, fish and vegetables by the addition of salt with the aim of uh, drawing moisture out of the food by the process of osmosis. Um, because curing increases the solute concentration of the f- in the food and hence decreases its water potential, the food becomes inhospitable for the microbe growth that causes food spoilage. So that means it's fine. It's fine to eat.
0: Look, I'm using Google Translate on this. I can't see it saying curing anywhere.
2: It lit. It literally says uh, in the anschließen wird man die Masse mit Nitritpökelsalz. That's like curing salt. Where is that? It's in Herstellung. Uh, the way that where it explains how it's made. Is this on the, the Met? It's on Metwurst. I don't know if there's a Wikipedia. No, I'm not. Not First, Just Met.
0: Oh, I don't give a shit about I'm not Met. Ta- I'm not talking. I'm not talking about Met-first. You thought I was talking about Met. Metwurst and Met <laughs> is
2: literally the same. The only difference is that. Uh, One's raw, which is what in, I was talking is, about. It's sold uh, as a... Um...
1: Listen. Like, okay. the sausage one's as, sm- as much the as I'm enjoying smokes. the raw meat controversy of this episode, <laughs> German's do we have anything else to say? That's okay. About, <laughs> do we have anything else to say about the episode of The Watch that we just watched?
2: Yeah, we never finished the thing we were saying about... um. <laughs>
1: I don't even remember how we got onto Germany. <laughs> no
2: idea. By, by me saying uh, I'm neither German nor Hungarian, or like I don't have any of the. Oh, oh
1: yeah, we're talking about Hadley Freeman. God, we oh, really no. went on a journey.
0: This is a real devaluation. There's a raw okay. egg yolk in this photo.
1: Yeah, but you have that with like um, uh, steak to tie, you have like. Yeah, raw egg yolk. Uh, yeah. Okay. And
0: that's French, so it's good. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> French invented food. Um <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> and lots of other people perfected it.
1: Uh, so yeah, what were we saying? What, what were we saying? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Um,
1: so we were talking about civil. Yeah. We were talking about the politics. Yeah, I was going to say about, S- about. Oh, you were talking about Helen Lewis talking about um, leadership.
2: Oh, I was going to say about yes. um, about yeah, because we talked we talked earlier about how well or, or like George mentioned the thing about well, I was even supposed to like her, like. Is the show trying to portray her as, a, as someone who's wrong? But I feel like through the entire, like, I, I think every character seems to be portrayed as like, oh, you know, they, they all have some issues or they're all like right about some things, but they have some trauma to work through or whatever. And I think, mm. I think they're just doing the same approach with Sybil.
3: I think that
1: the issue is that it seems to suggest that because Sybil has trauma around this, that means the stuff she's doing is okay. Yeah, exactly.
2: Or even if if it's not quite Mm. okay, it's (laughs) at least, you know, she's not doing it the right way, but she's trying to do the right thing, right?
1: Yeah. Whereas she... I don't know, she just does, like, a bunch of deranged shit, like, all the time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and she just doesn't seem to understand, like... She seems to be like, okay, I've been, like, my parents have been murdered by the Assassin's Guild, and so I can take revenge on all guilds, and also I will literally ignore that I am rich, <laughs> that like, I am from yeah. <laughs> one of the, like, that I am a of a noble family. And that's mm. not gonna. Yeah. God, it, m- maybe you're, you are right, and Matt is different from Matt Wars, because I've never had like, Matt served in, in a normal way, <laughs> so I don't know. I will have to come back to you once I have tried that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I'm not actually... I'm mostly... It was a throwaway joke saying <laughs> that Germans eat raw pork. And then it... I'm not sure why it devolved. But they do eat some... some but the, like, the thing some is, like,
2: if you it's spread right. the sausage, like the methwurst, on, uh-huh. on bread, cute. it's going to yeah, look the like, exact yeah. same way as mat. So that's why I was uh, confused.
1: Right. okay. this is good i'm glad we've come to a conclusion on the subject of germans eating raw pork
0: this is like the un in its most perfect form yeah two 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 nations coming together in harmony (laughs) to agree that yes sometimes germans do eat raw pork (laughs) but it's not mad first and and that's fine yeah if you if you want to eat raw pig yeah but i feel like be my guest i I feel like sybil
2: is the, the way she's like even if even if it's supposed to be like like like, I think at worst she's like a gray character or whatever to use, fucking Game of Thrones terminology. Mm. But but yeah. like it, she's she she is gray the same way Game of Thrones characters are gray in that. Yeah, she just does evil. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: <laughs> and then everyone goes, but she's nice. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> like, like the way that they're gonna later say you know, after season eight, Danny, they're going to say, well, she's done evil things all the time. And that's true. But the camera and the music was portraying it as epic. So you can't say that it was meant to be, you were meant to uh, see that as problematic the entire time when the camera gaze shows it as epic. And I think it's a similar thing with Siddha, that everything she does, even if it's fucked up, it's, it feels like the entire show, or like the entire direction, the camera, the music, everything, wants us to think that she's epic.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I
1: do think she came across very badly in this episode, and I find it hard yeah. to buy that it wants us to think she's a hundred percent good. But yeah, it does. It, then, it is very, it's very forgiving of her more than I think she deserves. Yeah. Or like the other characters are more forgiving of her than I think they should be
0: like the fr- you, you when you're when you're trying to do a character who is like their sort of moral character their ethics are mixed you want to frame it clearly and how the film is trying to portray you otherwise it's just going to get confused and yeah. you're going to end up looking like the film is saying yes everything they're doing is okay or, um or like no that they're, they're actually bad you you need Listen. you need to precisely frame something so that your point so that the film or the TV show in this case <laughs> is is saying, look, these this person is is a bit weird, you know. They're a bit Listen,
1: mixed. It, it, the characters need to turn to me, the viewer, and say, "I am a good person, <laughs> or I am a bad person," and then I will understand. <laughs> um,
0: that's 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 not what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm just bullying you for no reason because I like to hurt my friends. Um, mm, the, really,
0: you're only hurting yourself.
1: I know. That's the tragedy of my existence. <laughs> um, you see, if I was to go into the desert, that's what I would see when I was hallucinating. What is broken in me? Um, I would be being mean to my friends, and then I would talk to them and realize they all had my face. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah I I mean again I keep thinking like we we need to see where this is going to really like get a full overview of what it's trying to do but like I still think there should be more clarity within the episode about like I don't know I mean it's hard because our politics obviously differs so strongly from that of the writers Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which we talked about before and it makes it hard to understand their morality, yeah. because I don't understand what libs believe.
2: <laughs> I, I, I have yes, no idea. I'm
0: not sure they do either. Like libs do believe things in action, but they don't. Mm, but like they don't ne- right necessarily kind. match They don't. Ma- they don't match what they actually say all the time. Yeah. And what they what necessarily what what they even believe in their own yeah heart like it it has this like vague. It's
1: like a, it's a vibes based ideology.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vines based idea and I think
2: it comes across in the resist thing right like it's yeah Yeah. we said okay resist the resist movement has existed before liberal brainworms, and that's true but this show still seems to have it about that like if it is the if it is the rich character who will explain to the cop characters that you know the rich character who said earlier that she's not gonna wear the cop badge because she doesn't approve of them but then just wants to do cop shit all the time
1: yeah, because she wants to do it more violently. Mm. Yeah, and if that character
2: is gonna explain to the cop characters that resist and the the resist fist means that the people are on our sides because they believe in that we can achieve a change, that's wh- what the fuck is the politics of that? Like, what are you? What do you mean there?
0: Well, Yanochel, tell you, I for one hope this valiant band of cops catch this young black man. And bring him to justice, uh, Hashtag resist.
2: And, and it does go back to the fears we had in the first episode of this show, where we were like, well, it says in the in the promotion or the the origin or in the picture of the show, it says the words "marginalized cops." And mm. I think this show yeah. brings that closest or this episode. Is is the is the point where I was like, hmm, maybe maybe this show does things think that cops are marginalized, at least in this fantasy made up city that has nothing to do with real world politics. But then at the same time, if you bring the resist fist in it, that means, you know, that's a thing from real world yeah. politics. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's the sort
1: of thing. It's like when shows are like, we're gonna say something real about society, yeah. um, but they do it in kind of a way where it's like. Th- this isn't about real society, and also don't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think I'm going to anticipate some criticisms of what we might say, what we're saying now, um, uh, that, some, that some might have when people will say, you know, um, this, you know, you're being ideologically pure about this, and mm-hmm. it's actually not. I think we'd already voiced our concerns with the stuff. Yep. We, you know, we are we are all a cap here. Um, we'd already voiced our concerns with sort of the idea of cop shows and copaganda and everything. Yeah. Um, but we were uh, willing to enjoy it nonetheless. It there, but like, and we, we we don't even expect it to be full on like radical left wing politics. Um, but there are certain things that you'd hope they think about. Yeah. And they yeah. You'd, you'd hope they acknowledge like what cops are and the fact that if you are doing something like. Discworld is very, very much, like, an analogy-based um, piece of media. Like, it constantly is is drawing conclusions mm. about the real world from what, what Pr- Pratchett was writing about uh, and using it as a mirror to hold up to our own society, even a funhouse mirror. And if you're making a piece of media adapted from that, that is one of the things that you want to carry through. Yeah. And you'd hope that they have a passing awareness of how their how their depictions of things in the real yeah. world in the in the funhouse mirror mm. are going to appear to people living in that very real world. And the thing is, they yeah. do they clearly know about
2: things that, or they clearly know about like. You know, you can't be like... Like, like. you know, I'm willing to enjoy a show without thinking too hard about its ideological implications when it's like on some yeah. base level stuff. But in a show that has goblins who will constantly say Marxist phrases, you know, if you have that, that means I am going to have to interact with this show on a political level because it is a show that acknowledges Marxism to exist. So...
1: Yeah, you have to like you're you're meeting it on its own terms. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's, it's acknowledged the existence of in, in world Marxism.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's trying to be understood on a certain level. Yeah. And like it should actually live up to that level it wants to be. Or it purports to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. And I um, do think there's gonna be I'm perfectly I'm perfectly willing to have some fun which not I you know I have I yeah, I, I am a leftist I have to yeah. like I have to watch things and I, which yes. are not going to agree with my propaganda and enjoy them anyway yeah. with my propaganda well, my ideology and agree and enjoy them <laughs> anyway propaganda. because otherwise you will have no fun.
2: I think there is a way for <laughs> I think there is a way for like libs to make stuff that has like some hand like Hinting towards political stuff Like I think a good example For like media That is pretty lib but I don't care Would be Knives Out (laughs) Cause that movie Has like a very simple lib message Of um, You know let's respect immigrants basically Which Mm. Isn't gonna explain Every problem but it's fine Like it works enough on that level And it's you know mainly to have A fun murder mystery That has, like, this vague lib message that, you know, I can live with. Like, it's not, you know, it's not absolute. But it does it in a way that I don't care if it's lib. Or the same thing for, like, many things Taika Waititi made, who is also, like, a lib. But I do enjoy most of his work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's because if they're they're about being a lib, then then you begin to find it wearing. Like, because... You know, there's there's so much stuff. Like I love detective stuff a lot, and that's always like very cop adjacent. And I I get wary of it, especially the more copy stuff, because like it means people believe in things that aren't real, like forensic science, which isn't real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the majority of forensic science isn't um, based you, in real science. <laughs> have you
0: seen the documentary Bones?
1: Uh (laughs) uh-huh like beyond beyond genetics beyond like dna sampling stuff like biomarks and um blood splatters and stuff is all is all literally invented by police people to convict uh for use by prosecution to convict people rather than to solve a mystery and that makes me really wary of that sort of media so i i like in the end i can only really enjoy detective stuff now which is very removed from police procedural reality and it's more you know this yeah poirot shit but even that ends with them being arrested and being like it's so cool that they've been arrested now you know (laughs) you have to sort of cope with that
0: i'm watching the wire at the moment and i'm really enjoying it i just finished the second season and like i think there are it's extremely complicated and i don't think i could really possibly i think you'd need to do an actual show about it cover it properly and do it justice and i don't think i could do that as a like personally yeah um but like i don't know that knows what it's writing about it knows yes like the cops in that yeah are not good (laughs) (laughs) and it also knows they're not good for the most part and the second season spoilers right now i haven't watched it but the second season finishes with like a union leader getting arrested who's been like helping some much like worse criminals who actually do as a do deserve to be arrested and like like fucking horrible people it ends with him getting arrested and then mur- being murdered by the criminals um and his union being shut down by the feds because because the feds are just like yeah we'll fuck d- shut down a fucking union like rubbing their hands with glee about mm. it
3: mm. and
0: you just feel shit about the whole thing and the whole investigation starts purely because one of the police majors has a beef with the union leader because he wants to put a church window up but the union leader's already put a church window up in the in their catholic church like it's pure it's like it's completely meaningless yeah. like the whole the whole it's it's the kind of story that Cohen brothers would tell they do it in a very different style but like something something which starts because of something stupid something um, that like people are motivated only by that like really their own sort of individual like even people who are sort of in the show, there's a lieutenant, a police lieutenant, lieutenant um, who, you know, he's like a good lieutenant. He's very good at being a police lef- like lieutenant, and like he's he's supposed to be like sort of like rules driven guy, but like he's he's not. He, he he just wants his own stuff because the system he feels has screwed him, despite the fact he's already been like bending the system and has like profited off it. And he only agrees to, like, head up this investigation because he's very good at being a police uh, lieutenant and investigating mm. people because he wants to say, he wants, he wants to get, like, his, his job back and he wants, to, he wants to personally benefit from it. And it's just this whole, like, grinding, like, stupid system that they create over the course of a se- season, which all that, all that system ends up doing is it ends up crushing a union, which is already dying. Yeah. That's all yeah. that happens. Like, almost like like a couple of a couple of the actually like nasty criminals go to jail. Mostly, it just crushes working people. Yeah, and like people who are already oppressed, and like
1: that won't happen in real life.
0: Though. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> the wire has. I'm sure you could have some criticisms on it from a left wing possess- perspective, but it it is written by like a social democrat or a self proclaimed social democrat. Uh, mm. I don't really know very much about David Simon, but, like, shit. Like, you can, you can make a show about cops, and you can make it that everyone can enjoy. Like, a lot of people enjoyed The Wire. It was extremely popular. Yeah, And, fuck, like, I don't know. Like, there's some messages that you don't get in... You're not getting from this.
2: Yeah. I mean, even stuff like Disco Elysium, uh, which is, like, uh, a very yeah. fun and enjoyable video game, and it's not... I think there's some great there's some great podcasts I listen to. Um, uh, Abnormal mapping and the Waypoint episode. They talked about that. They talk a lot about how the political messaging isn't like completely clear, and there's still, um, you know, it still ends with like the cops staying cops, you know, or like becoming a true cop or whatever. Like, it it does have like some idealized ideas about the police even though it's still being critical and um the way ideas of leftist organizing are portrayed are often very cynical but the point is like (laughs) the game tries like they really try to examine stuff or or to make and it's it's not perfect
0: i don't think this show is trying at the moment yeah exactly like that's the point they might change like this, this
2: this show is just just like hand, just like maybe making vague gestures towards like some political ideas, in ways that yeah. they
1: they could have just not, you know, they could have just like kept it as yeah. like do it doing missions, trying to solve this case or whatever, and that would have been fine. Rather than trying to bring in the politics that they're not equipped to do meaningfully. Yeah,
2: I think that's the point. Like they're yeah, they're, yeah. they're half-assing stuff without like actually trying like it doesn't seem like these ideas are important to them like a- and mentioned the other thing that comes that comes to that is, is the thing we talked about like either last episode or the one before that is that systemic criticism comes from like the the, the highest form that they criticized the or, like the clearest form that they criticized the political system is through the guild stuff which is a thing that we don't have <laughs> <That> is- yeah <laughs>
0: So it's, I don't know. <laughs> what if what if the government let people steal from you, <laughs> uh, and you, you had do. to get stopped? I mean, yes, but like it's different. That's what yeah.
1: capitalism is. Is it, is it?
0: Would you vote hey, for the game? <laughs> wages aren't being stolen.
1: Wage theft. Um, most theft is in fact wage theft.
2: It's very much true. But my point with this coalition was like you can criticize some of the ideas of that, but it's still. The best I have seen a video game try to tackle political ideas while still being entertaining, and the the shortcomings that it I mean, has. I I will say, I'll, I think it,
1: I think with Disco Elysium is that like they acknowledge that reality is pretty like yeah. awful, and that like yeah, just because someone has politics similar to you, they also might be exploiting yeah. people, still might be exploitative, and I think that they're trying to. Because they're obviously communists, and they're trying to come to terms with their like, I don't know, with their own beliefs and problems that they have with yeah. it or can have with it. And I, I, think like, I, I do think
2: they succeed in more points than than they fail, right? And and the points they fail they they fail at are also points that are like inherent to the genre, I think, mm. which yeah. is fine.
0: I must and I must. Admit, I'm not. I'm not interested in media. <laughs> I'm not interested in media. N- not at having at least some like skepticism about leftist organizing because fuck it isn't it's never been perfect i don't know we shouldn't just produce like peons to things ever yeah things should always be have some critical thoughts critical practical like
1: personally i love the swp what a great (laughs) political party (laughs) (laughs) they've never done anything wrong in their entire life
0: look the socialist workers party
1: great bunch of boys
0: they're socialists lovely lads (laughs) Uh-huh. a bunch of lads the socialist <laughs> workers party yeah
2: i really think just they've never done my, anything. my point is just mm. that of course by making a making a a show that has like police investigations or whatever you're not going to you're not going to make it perfect politically and it's fine but
0: if you I don't, but also i don't think you can make anything yeah perfect
2: no you can't basically. but you could you could try a little bit you could either try a little bit harder oh, or say look this is a fun show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yes. you can
1: either like You can either try really hard to do an earnest Exploration or you can, like, not do it. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, we're fine with it just being dumb. Like, we love that. You know, we watch Riverdale. Or I watch Riverdale. I've watched a lot of Riverdale. And I don't even know what that's trying to say about anything. (laughs) Don't join an organ-stealing cult. I don't know. Um, And we
2: were fine with the episodes of... Like, we loved the last episode of this show.
1: And that had, like, you know, some stuff. But, like, the themes were, like, you should... Care about yeah. your friends or that stuff, and that's fine. You know, I mm. I can deal with that.
0: Terry did use gritty stuff, and he did. He used some really. There's really dark scenes in some bits of Discord, but they come sparingly, and I think the the impact of them is heightened because of that. Yeah. Mm. You know, I'm I'm thinking of Nightwatch here, but um, yeah. I don't know. He, I think Terry was better at balancing the tonal stuff than they are. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Right.
1: I mean, yeah. But because then, like, I mean, Terry also like he, he drives me mad frequently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know, as we said, his ideology is extremely confused, and there's like, like when we stopped doing Men at Arms, it was partly because of like it's yeah. you know, as we said in that episode, it was like the relevance George to George Floyd had just been yeah. killed, the, like, the George Floyd the stuff, before, and yeah. like there's bits where Terry's like, oh, those racial minorities are always rioting <laughs> over literally nothing. And it's like okay, uh-huh. Terry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should. Be. But I am glad that we're doing this. That we ended up doing this podcast the way we do. Because starting yeah. off with guards, guards was a good idea, I think. Because they wouldn't have wanted to start out with color of magic. Like start out with a book that's mm. pretty good. But I think it's good to have like at least talked about one watch book. Uh, now we can exp- like talk about the politics of this show. And then we'll get to men at arms in like a few weeks after the show is over. Because I think it's going to be Lords yeah. and Ladies and then it's men at arms. And I think by the time yeah, we we'll get to that point, we will have engaged with both Terry's and the show's politics. Uh, we are always depth.
1: engaging. Yeah.
0: I'm extremely Listen. engaged. I'm going to get married. Are you happy for me?
1: People were critic. <laughs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> marriage is a broken institution. Anyway, hey, my um, brother seems people- pretty happy. Yeah, well these yeah, but you know, this this was my point was that if you get gay married, then that's mm-hmm. good because you're destroying the institution, whereas if you're getting straight married you're supporting it and therefore it's bad. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm doing positive homophobia <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. Uh I love me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we're yeah, we, we're coming on two hours, so I think we can lay this to rest for now. Yeah. Um, you know, people were saying we don't talk about this show or the books enough, but look, we did a lot yeah. of that today. That and
0: also en- recent, Almost entirely about the show this time. Yeah. Wow. Well, Maybe. Yeah, we um, just
2: bitched a little, a little bit about our listeners at the beginning. Turns out if you yeah. give us a two-star
0: review, you can control our yeah. minds.
1: Uh, I was gonna <laughs> Look, it add... turns out we are we are vulnerable to criticism
0: go to itunes give us a two stars to that. oh yeah i was gonna
2: say like i was really dreading this episode like recording this episode a little bit because like i watched this show episode twice and on my like on my first watch didn't feel too great about it but i thought maybe it was just in a bad mood when i when we first watched it and then i rewatched it again and i was like mm, i don't have much good to say about this episode which is a bummer because like we set out this podcast to talk shit about this show but then we became positive yeah. so now it's like doubly mm. a bummer to have an episode that we didn't like or that at least i didn't like
1: but you know with i mean when i said that this was to talk shit about it and then i said that we were a watch yeah. podcast my 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 non-k <laughs> uh thing has always been that we're gonna talk about it yeah. on its own terms with an open mind and with mm. our with our hearts and minds open. Um yeah. which is what we're doing and I th- I think we're doing a good job. So I have never if you're stand listening to this anything. you're welcome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I mean the politics stuff wasn't was down, that prominent yeah. in this episode. It was just prominent enough that it prompted us into a big discussion and all the other points are like the tonal shift stuff, the flashbacks being not adding too much. Like I feel I feel, I think you know, if the politics had been bad in this episode, but everything else would have been fun, we still would have been pretty positive yeah, it about it. But, like, that added with the weird tonal issues and not really having a plot, having a clear plot. Like, yeah. to, to, uh, up to the end, I wasn't quite sure why they are going to the desert.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah it dragged I mean, I knew
1: Vimes was destroying the sword, but it did feel like I wasn't yeah. sure
2: it felt like a a convoluted way way, especially with then the flashbacks added and everything it felt like a convoluted way to do just this one thing of destroying the sword like i feel i felt i feel like going through the desert of flashbacks would have been more suitable to to a plot point that feels more like just destroying the sword to me doesn't feel as heavy enough or like warranted enough
1: yeah and then he doesn't he doesn't even like like he's gonna destroy it and then he, yeah. he just doesn't because there's like a lady in the lake so it's like i don't know if he really i mean he comes to the conclusion afterwards that maybe we'll use it and save the day or mm-hmm. whatever but like he didn't really come to that on yeah. his own terms i just felt like spinning wheels quite a lot as well so I yeah just, totally yeah you know, it's it's not my favorite type of thing but to anyway. end on a positive
2: note the uh, pre the, the like what's the teaser for the next episode seems pretty promising like it feels like it's going to be a fun episode with a dance number again so i am, st- oh, yeah. I am still optimistic you know
0: yeah i think coming off the back of uh four increasingly yeah. good episodes uh, mm. you know may- maybe maybe when maybe our, our views will change yeah. on like how this how this episode made us feel when the whole thing is done yeah uh, the whole series. Yeah, is see, in a wider context. I, I do feel as well like the entire
2: uh, politics isn't going to get much better from this point on. No, no, no I, neither do I. it might get
1: worse, but but we'll at least <laughs> let's have some
2: fun episodes. Let at least let's have some fun plots. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've established our feelings about it now, so we can refer back to this when we watch the other episodes. Anyway, as as the editor yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> um. Know. This is the end of the episode. I hope you did get something out of this. And if you didn't, then go watch mm. something else, you dummy. I am um, really proud of really. The Wire pretty actually.
2: good, actually. I feel like this was the best uh, ideological analysis with it so far on this show. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, mean, I enjoy it. Also, the second second season of The Wire made me feel sad. Damn. <laughs> I will have to watch yeah, The Wire now, I, like.
2: I heard of it, but it always seemed like a dry, boring show to me.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what made me watch it. I just was like, okay, time to watch The Wire. And I watched it. And You're watching
1: The, only the Wire? The first
0: series and the second series the Wire? are really different. The Wire? They're really different. Um, anyway,
1: we're not talking about The Wire. No, we're not. <laughs> we're bringing this podcast to an end. Um, thank you for listening. If you want more and you want to hear about the stuff we bladed on about at the beginning, um, where we watched Neil Bream's Fateful Findings and did a complex <laughs> analysis of it, um, then you can find that on our <laughs> Patreon which you can get access to for one currency a month um, or you can have your name shouted out in this podcast with five currencies a month
2: mm-hmm. uh, we love yeah, money thank you to Oof. our Rinsflower stands, Gigantic Larry uh, Boyfriend of the Show Tom, Hank the Tank uh, Justin Crandall, Milk Succubus ah. Evan DM and Rising Grand Moons for side Ooh. hustling Teens and a very special shout out uh. to our two uncles, Slime Simon and Carrot Lime. Thank you for your support. Ooh. Carrot Lime, you
0: got the start of a very good salad there. As mm. long as it's cut thin yeah. enough, or even grated. <laughs> Maybe a bit of mint, coriander, some uh, pomegranate okay. molasses. <laughs> Lovely salad. Maybe
2: okay. Some rocket. Gotta yeah, some kill rocket. You both. <laughs> okay. Uh, join our Discord. We have it in the show description. Write us a nice review, a nice five stars review on iTunes so we can really show to that one person who gave us the two star
0: review.
1: Give us some honest advice and I will refuse yeah. to take it. Um,
2: They're
0: fucking. fine. They gave, they gave <laughs> us some honest advice and we actually did take it, but we didn't mean to.
1: But but that was unrega- unrelated to their review. We were doing that because we
0: I did
2: remember when we mentioned Eric earlier that we still haven't gotten an invitation to Desert Island Discord to talk about Eric. So, El, if you're listening to this, our DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I would are. not ever ask al to do that to yeah but
2: himself. like
0: if al, if he um, wanted al to is a professional and i would ruin his his podcast
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> wow you have this prestigious podcast that people enjoy <laughs> and think is good why not let us ruin it for the
2: you the thing is no one um, else will want to talk
0: about horrible Eric.
1: energy I would, yeah, no, I one, would no one's to ever going to go on there and be like, Eric is my
0: favourite Discord so It is extremely funny that Al Kennedy interviewed A.L. Kennedy and they're two different people on the same show. Yeah, that's some good shit. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, that's some good shit. You should listen to Desert Island Discord. They talk about the books in a probably sensible yeah. way. I don't know. We don't. Um, thank you for listening. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week with episode six <laughs> of The Watch. Um, and until then... Um,
0: Stan Nigel. <laughs>
1: hashtag resist <reserve> girl <skill laughs> boss.
0: Faith uncle. I'm putting on my <gasps> pussy hat with bells on and capering for the whole court. <laughs> uh,
2: put Nigel in the show if you're listening to this Simon Allen. Get Nigel, better politics put also.
1: Nigel in <laughs> Nigel The Watch 2022. 20, be a mm-hmm. leftist.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, Simon, if you want well like some some writing advice you know our dms are open also we're experts
1: we write we write a young adult novel exactly on so we
2: will accept good. payment if you if you want us on the writing team
0: <laughs> on day on day whatever this is of the biden presidency <laughs> i'd like to say does anyone else remember me too because uh uh-huh. I, I I. No, I it was a historic like day for America women else, when f-
2: Biden got elected president. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's so okay. cool
1: that Biden. Okay, we're not <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> listening to a good episode productions network podcast
3: see the website for more details